Welcome to Men Are Nots, a podcast about mental health, emotional health, physical health, and psychological health awareness in men and society. First, it started with MAN, M A N, the acronym, which is Men Are Nots. And we have a very special guest on the show for you today. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Charmaine Whaley. Um, I'm also, um, what I do is I promote um, awareness about domestic abuse um, with an event called The Why Event, which tours Birmingham in the UK at the moment. Right, so your accent, whereabouts are you from? I am from Birmingham in the West Midlands. So, um, yeah, from me through and through. So that's in the Midlands, in the West Midlands, you know what? I remember, I remember, I said this before, I think I've spoken to someone about this before, that I remember years ago, when before the days of having a smartphone, where we had those little kind of, what they call, they call them cane phones or whatever you call them back then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I remember coming from Birmingham and it was, and driving, driving back, and I remember the spaghetti junction and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I remember I couldn't find my way back back to Nottingham. I was like, what the hell's going off here? And I end up, the turn off, there's a turn off where you you head towards Nottingham. It doesn't say Nottingham, obviously. It says where, I can't remember what it says. And I end up turning off and heading towards um, Wolverhampton. (laughs) And I was literally heading towards Wolverhampton. And like you say, it was, and it literally had five minutes left on my, um, I think it was about five minutes left on the phone. You know, those days when you have five minutes left on the phone. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm having to look at the, the, the what are the maps called? Them AA maps, those big... Atlas. AA, <laughs> Atlas. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so Birmingham. Um, so what's Birmingham like at the moment and, you know, what's happening there at the moment for you? Um, well, it's, it's same old, same old. We're still, we're sort of innovating. We're sort of evolving, I suppose, Birmingham is at the moment. Yeah. There's a lot of new stuff going on, new places being built and new... Um, places to go to so it's it's evolving and the scene is coming up on the sort of entertainment scene is coming up very, um, quite a lot actually at the moment so it's a good place to go out partying and a good place to go to bars there's loads of bars to go to in Birmingham as well so yeah it's um, coming up yeah there's what is it Birmingham Main is it Birmingham that main, the main street, you know, where all the bars are. You've got a Broad Street. Broad, Broad Street's street, been one, shut yeah. down. Yeah, Broad Street's been. It's there, but there's not a lot going on there. Right. A lot of stuffs going on down at the Jewelry Quarter at the moment. Yeah. Um. So there's more stuff, but most more bars and stuff that's going on down there. Right. There's quirky bars like you wouldn't even know that are there. Yeah. So yeah, that's the place probably more to go to yeah. than it. And then anywhere else. Yeah, because um, um, for the listeners out there, I know Birmingham has a lot of history. Um, I think was it is, it is there a factory there chocolate something to do with the chocolate? Is it Cadbury's or it's a? You got Cadbury's. That's yeah. what that's that is down in Bourneville. That's like one of the big places. Jewelry quarter. That is like the like where a lot of jewelry is made from Birmingham. So a lot of jewelry what's been made from like hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. All of it stems from where our, our jewelry quarter. Yeah. So it's been stamped here. So um, you know, we, we are famous for things. And there used to be these many times when the war was on, the gun, there was um, bullets and stuff like that were made here in in Birmingham right. um, by, by women who used to work in the factories, and they would they would make the make them while the men were out there at war. Yeah, so yeah. a little bit of history for you there. Yeah, so I've, been, I've been there quite. I've been to Birmingham quite a few times, and they've got the boring shopping centre, and um, obviously, yes, and, we and do. then yeah, like I say the jewellery quarters, which I bought. I think I bought, I bought. I bought some rings from there, titanium rings, and you know, I, I, I know. Yeah. I've seen. I've you know, kind of delved into the history of it, and it's quite interesting. Birmingham, it's, 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 it's. I think it's the biggest city. It's the biggest city in the Midlands. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about health and mental health and physical health and all the things to do with health. Um, from you know, from what you, what your perspective is and what how coming from the, the things that you've found and what's happening in the world and around Birmingham or wherever. Okay. Well, 
I mean, I, I deal with domestic abuse, yeah. so I'm de- I'm, I work alongside those kind of things. Yeah. Because um, at the moment, I'm, I've created a show called The Why Event, which looks at why people stay in domestic abuse relationships. Right. So, obviously, um, a lot of the women who come who are, who are, who are coming through the sh- coming through and work I'm working with. Um, obviously, we, we deal with a lot of mental health issues in regards to like domestic abuse that they've gone through because domestic abuse is not necessarily a physical thing it's also a mental thing that you go through yeah so a lot of the times it's stuff that it's the mental abuse that sits with you longer well obviously that's going to sit with you longer than it would do the physical yeah um so it's sort of like people sort of dealing with those emotions at the moment like that's what i sort of we work through so with our event they get a chance to have either do spoken word or speak about what their experiences of, of why they stayed in the relationship um, and a lot of the girls have found it that it's very therapeutic in undoing it this way through dance or through spoken word or through dramatisation so a lot of the girls are finding it as a, a relief a yeah. release should say yeah um so yeah, it's been interesting. So, how, what made what what was what made you get into this, and and you know for uh, you know what what was your process in in terms of you getting involved in this, and and what 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 was it that interested you in that? Okay, the reason I got involved in it is because I've gone through domestic abuse myself. Yeah. Um, I was in a, an abusive relationship for five years. Yeah. Um, and then I've had. And one instance outside of that relationship with someone else where I was abused again. Right. Um, so it was a physical abuse, a verbal abuse in my first relationship. And then in the next relationship after that it was um it was a it was a physical abuse um incident. Yeah. Um but I wanted I had a lot of people have asked me over the years, but why did you stay? Yeah. And I can't understand why you would be in a relationship with somebody who's going to do this, that and the other to you. Yeah. Why don't you just walk away? Right. And um, everyone has their... I've, 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 I've stood many times on streets, like on roads, talking to friends or people who I know, yeah. answering this question. So I just thought that... I did a, a domestic abuse course. Yeah. Um, a couple of the girls were on this course with me and I've always wanted to do something along the sides of um, the arts anyway because that's my background right so um, I thought well let why not answer the question of why people stay and then it just sort of we did the show last year it was a very successful event and a lot of people turned up there more than what we anticipated came yeah and um, we're doing it now again at the Belgrade Theatre next month hopefully cross fingers yeah because of what's happening if all this stuff with the coronavirus thing um, we'd, we're not like sort of put up with that, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. So you talk. You said you're. It's, it's interesting because, like you said, you. you it, what I find interesting is that, and the, the listeners will, in a sense, and they have done through the through the podcast and through the episodes, is that when people have, it's, it's funny when people have been through things. In a sense, it's almost like that becomes, in a sense, the path because then they, it leads on to them maybe going on to helping others. So, yeah. like you said, you've been through yeah. the arts and then these things that happened to you and you've combined, what's your your thoughts and, and the thoughts of the arts and, and what's happened to you to kind of create this um, this massive project, this big project? Mm. Yeah, because it's another form of expression, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and if it can help people... Um, have a better understanding of why people stay in these sort of um, situations and then people have a bit more empathy and understanding of people who have gone through it then that's helping you know the what the, the wider sort of kind of public in a sense rather than I mean the girls who've gone through domestic abuse obviously for them to even get to this stage of even wanting to be involved in it you sort of dealt with certain parts of your demons already yeah but this sort of is an added help of um, sort of dealing with your demons in a sense but I'm, I'm wanting to educate people so that people have a better understanding of it rather than being cynical and judgmental of the people who have gone through it yeah. and sort of dismiss them um, because it, it, there's, 
everyone's got their different why there's all there's how many different reasons why people stay in these relationships it could be financial it yeah. could be um your children do you know what i mean it's all different types of reasons of why you stay um and if you have a little bit of a window of looking in through somebody else's eyes then and this show is very raw and very says it as it is um it gives you a better perspective of what's going on in people's lives yeah yeah and um you said you've spoken to do you do have you found okay so going going back to when when it was when you was going through this the first time did you did you have um a support network or was it was anybody you could turn to what you know while you while this was happening um i had friends there but the thing is when you're when you're in love with somebody yeah um you can you, it's easy for you to turn around and find re, you, you can you can sort of um not dumb it down, but you can sort of like um, make it's like a like you sort of normalise it. Yeah, yeah. Like you try and normalise it. Oh, it's just something. He's really upset because of the fact that he's really jealous because he loves me that much that he doesn't want anybody else to want me. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, with me, it was also the fact that I didn't love myself enough. I think as well. Yeah. That I didn't think that I deserved better. To mm. be honest. Yeah, yeah. So. There was that kind of thing, but everybody has their own reasons of why they stayed. Mm. I loved him, and yeah, it's like a lot of people go, "But you loved him, but that's stupid." If someone hits you, blah blah blah. I wasn't brought up in a household where a man puts hands on hands on, on hands on a, on a woman because yeah. my dad's never put his hands on my mother in his life yeah. ever. He wouldn't dare. Yeah, yeah. So I was brought up to be a strong, strong woman. And, and that's what I've always been and I've always been a fighter and I'll always fight but there comes a point that a man is always going to be stronger than you majority of the time they're going to be stronger than you unless you know techniques or ways that you can fight like yeah, yeah. you know martial arts or boxing or whatever yeah, I mean yeah. I was taught to box but there's only I was limited in what I know yeah, yeah. so it's the case of like I, he's always going to be stronger than me and be able to, to to um, sort of like overwhelm me and that's what happened but then the mental abuse starts as well yeah. which mark which sort of grinds you down as time goes by and then you start believing in what they tell you so then you, you, you start thinking well well maybe i'm not really worth it or maybe yeah. i'm not this or blah 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 yeah, you start to believe and then it just, you start to believe. yeah, you, yeah. You, you believe it but my changing point for me was my daughter that was that was it for me. Yeah. When she came, then that was the point that changed. Well, that was the game changer for me. Yeah, yeah. And um, in 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 terms of you, you, your transition from what you you'd see, you'd felt and what you'd hear, what you were hearing, and then your daughter came along. What was what you said? You you speak of oh, went, that was it. That was a moment when you thought. What was that like? What was that changing? Person, personality like on person, personnel like for you? Uh, for me, I gained strength with my daughter because of the fact that I didn't want my daughter to have that fear of men, hmm. of how I sort of felt at the time yeah. with him. I didn't want her to grow up and feel that that's how it is because I may be fearful of my own father, but I'm respectfully fearful of my dad yeah. in the sense that, you know, it's a, it's a respect and it's a manners thing yeah. that, you know, I would never disrespect my parents and I'd never disrespect them in that sense. And, and I would always have, you know, you just have that level of respect with your parents. Yeah. When it, Whereas I didn't want her, she would go, in, if, if I had stayed with him, she may have grown up to have that kind of fear with men and think that that's the way that it should be when I knew that that's not how it, it was going to be. That's not how it should be. Yeah. So um, she was the game changer for me, and I, and and I think the the rose coloured glasses started to sort of drop away yeah. as she got, as she got a little bit older, and yeah. I just thought, do you know what, this is not going to work out. Yeah. At, at what point then did you kind of get to where you thought this is, you know, because um, some people it's five years, some people it's two years, some people it's ten years, some people maybe twenty, and you know, for some people. Um, listening, it might ne- you know it hasn't happened yet. At what point did you kind of say to yourself, your, your daughter and and all your child? What at what point did it come to where you said, you know what, this is in, this is enough? 
this is enough, I'm, I'm leaving or I'm going or, you know, this is not happening to me again. There was a point when, um, there was one point we had, we had a big massive argument and um, I had my daughter in my arms and I was holding her in my arms hmm. and he went for me while I was holding her. Yeah, yeah. And she was only a baby. She was like probably about eight months old, right? About eight, 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 nine months. No, actually, she'd have been older than her So she would have been just over, just over one. Actually, she'd have been just over one. And he, he, he went for me, mm. and he hit me. But I turned. I had to turn my back yeah, yeah. with her in my arms. And I, I remember screaming on the phone down to his mum and saying to his mum that like well, you know, this this is not like, what the hell is this kid? It, it's, it's trying to go for me and I've got the baby in my hands and it's like, what? What's, you need to speak to your son. But because she, he came from a household that was abusive, right. so his mum used to put, his dad used to um, like beat his mother. Right. So that's how he dealt with his anger. Whenever anything didn't go his way or he didn't have, he, he didn't make say if I said something sarky, because I was like, I'm, I'm kind of articulate in the sense that I would talk talking a certain way and he was a little bit of um, the brawl I was the brains he was the brawn so then he would see as though I'm undermining him and making him feel a bit stupid so then he would he would sort of like attack me or come for me verbally or physically just lash out if, if, if he couldn't get his own way or things weren't going the way that he wanted it to rather than sitting down having a rational conversation and saying, well, I'm not happy with this and blah, blah, blah. So that was a key, that was a changer for me when he, he went for me when I had shot in my hand. Yeah. I thought, nah, this, this can't continue because anything could happen if I'd fouled with yeah, her or exactly. anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there was, I mean, there's other incidences prior to that which were more severe when yeah. I was pregnant with her. Yeah. That he, that, I mean, if people ever knew, they'd be like, what, what, what the hell was she thinking? Why did you go back there after yeah. that? Because he attacked me when I was about eight months old, eight months pregnant with Shan. Right. And um, he tried to kick her, kick my, kick my stomach. Yeah, I knew he was going to say that. Um, and uh, he's, if it wasn't for his mum, I mean, my daughter at the time, we found out at 12 weeks, we found out at 12 weeks that she was born with gastroesthesis, which is part of her intestines and her bowel outside of her body. Right. So... There was a big, massive argument out on the streets. It was a summertime, in, in summertime, really, really hot day. Yeah. And um, he's come over to me and he's like, what are you doing on the road? Blah, blah, blah. And I've gone, well, you know, I've come to visit my friend, which I had not come to see a friend. And um, I told you not to be here, blah, blah, blah. Grabbed hold of me. Now, luckily, because I had a little bit of, I had the baby's weight, baby and me weight on me. So then he couldn't move me as much as he could before. Yeah. So um, we sort of struggled with each other standing there, and um, and he was trying to put, like, basically trying to bring me down to the floor. Basically, that was he was trying to do it, but I wouldn't let him yeah. take me down. Then his mum's ran out, and literally his mum's grabbed him from behind and pulled him hmm. away. Like she put her arms underneath his arms and pulled him away. Yeah. But as she pulled him he away, he, he lifted his feet. His, but yeah. to kick me yeah. and she pulled him again and he just missed me right um but that's the extreme of how his temper could go yeah, yeah. and then well, she obviously flipped out on him and then he ran off then my parents came and spoke to his parents well it was more my mum who spoke to his parents and um then um he tried to attack my mum it was it, it was one nightmare after it was just one thing after another. My daughter doesn't even know that story to this day. Right. She doesn't know that story. She's twenty three. Yeah. Now. Doesn't know that story. Right. I've never told her. Right. But okay. yeah, that that was um, that's one of the things that happened previous to that. But yet still after that, I still got back with him again yeah. because I was trying to keep the, the family unit together. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to do is try and keep the family unit together, and this is what people sometimes don't get is like well yeah. why didn't you just walk away it's like well i've got a child with this guy my parents are together and have a family unit i'm obviously this is my first child i want to have a family unit so 
let me we can try and talk it through or try and work it out one way or another yeah. I'm willing to that sacrifice because I want my child to have a mum and dad there for her but obviously when you suddenly realise that it comes to a certain point in life that you suddenly realise that sometimes it's better to have one good parent than yeah. two dysfunctional parents yeah 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 so yeah, so it was so in those times. Then it was, um, uh, you know, like I say, how how was how were you feeling in in, in those times? I'm, I'm I'm saying that because I I kind of I get it. I know, <laughs> I know, but I'm speaking from the listener's point of view of you know those moment those times where you, you 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 were feeling down. What what kind of helped? What kind of helped you to kind of keep your spirits up? Um, at that time. Um, I had I had friends who I could talk to to be yeah. fair yeah <clears throat> they would like I'd listen I'm, I think with me I'm a very kind of happy-go-lucky kind of person genuinely like generally yeah. anyway um, more so probably after we broke up like there was obviously you have the low times and you feel like oh I'm not worthy and no one cares and I'm not loved and then sometimes you didn't want to share yeah. your stuff with your friends because then the thing is you're going you're knowing that you're going to go back to this same situation yeah, so yeah. it's all good saying that I'm not gonna you know I'm, I know that I'm not shouldn't be in this relationship when people are telling me that oh you, you can find someone better and blah 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 but it's because you're trying to keep hold of something and because you sort of I don't know it's, a, it's it's feeling it's feeling lost because a lot of the times I, I hid it from my parents yeah, yeah. because I was scared of how they're gonna be, they're gonna react to it yeah. and how they would be about the whole thing because I sort of knew that I possibly would go back to him because that's what we would do it was a round and around thing would go would split up everything would be like I'm, I'm done I'm not going back there then a couple of weeks later then it's like I'm, I'm missing him he misses me. And then we get back into the same track. He's, he's sorry, he breaks down, crying that he's never going to do it ever again. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it starts all over again. And then, like, I forgive him. He comes back in the house and it starts all over again. Happy, happy, happy for a couple of weeks. And then little shoving, little words, verbal abuse, giving it large on the log like, towards me and whatever. And then it yeah. starts all over again, escalates. And then you just don't know whether you're coming or going so yeah yeah, yeah. I always applaud people that you know even if, a, if love doesn't hurt and love's not supposed to hurt yeah if someone is making you feel in a way that makes you feel less of a person then you know that you really are then that's not the right person to be with because love is about uplifting each other yeah and making you feel like you can do anything and be anything in this world so if anybody ever feels in a sense that someone is making them feel that way, I'd say walk away. Yeah. And if you can't walk away just like that, find find someone who you can trust and speak to to get that help to get to help you get get out of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you, how long was it before your next? You, you you obviously had to you had the baby and then you had to pick you, you almost have, almost had to pick yourself up in a sense and you know like you said you had family, friends and your family around you. In your, you said you had another relationship where it, it happened, it started to happen again, or it did happen again. Um, what what was that like for you? In the sense of, was it like, oh, I know, a, a recollection of more memories? This is enough. What what was that like for you? And then the second incident was just a was like a one off incident. Yeah. It happened. They we we met that person. I've been I was with them for a very long time. Yeah, and they'd never ever ever done anything. And then um, one we went we went to a carnival which we have in in the UK. Yeah, in Bristol, yeah. Bristol Carnival which happens once a year usually in July. Yeah, and um, we'd split up at the time, and it would seen me down there, and somebody was talking to me. He came over and wanted to speak to me because this other person was talking to me. Um, and um, sort of we were going to have a conversation a friend of mine was telling me not to get in the car to talk to him cause I, and, and I was like well he just wants to talk to me because I didn't feel no fear because obviously he's never ever put his hands on me yeah. um, so then as I said alright then well I'm just going to like leave this and come out of the car 
well, as I was not, as I was getting in the car, because um, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Um, we'll talk later. We'll talk when we go back to Birmingham. And then um, he just kicked up there and then. And then I had a severe beating, which left me with a hairline fracture to my hip, um, a crushed coccyx, um, even because I had crushed prior in the previous relationship, but it was even more crushed the next time right, okay. on the second occasion. And then um, bruising to my face and, and my body, um, based on that, on that, on that beating, because that was, but that was a one beating. That was one time. Right, right, and and. In, in that in that instance, obviously, because you didn't know, you know, in that instant incident, you didn't. Know, there was no build up or anything like that. It was just literally one. It just moment. happened. Yeah. It just happened. It just. Yeah. Did, you, Basically. And just you happened. and you end up with all these injuries. In that mm. instant, then was that was that a case of that's it? I've had enough. Yeah, I walked away from that yeah. straight off. Yeah, because I, I walked straight away. Yeah, away I, know you, I know you spoke about um, we before previous you'd go back and go back, but it's almost like you've, you've you know I've been through this, I've done this already. This has happened to me before, um, and it was a question of I'm going to get out now. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had to I had to because of I, that was the I never. I never expected, he, I never thought that he would ever do that to me. Yeah. I'd heard that he had with other people, but he had never done that with me ever, like ever. And I think at that time, we were to, we'd been together on and off for about, like, probably about eight years, eight, nine years. Right. So I, it had never happened. So for him to just do that to me, it was, I mean, he was under the influence of, like, probably alcohol and drugs and stuff right. at the time but that does not condemn no, or condone no. anything that no. he's done that no. he did to me yeah because i couldn't and i remember even saying at the time when he was hitting me like it's me it's charms it's like what are you doing like why are you doing it yeah and he it's like the light was on but the but no one was in kind of look on his yeah. face yeah that's so, one thing that always sticks with me so did he did he Say similar things after that, or was he? Did, did he kind of like, oh, own up to it and think, oh, you know, I've, you know, I shouldn't have done it or whatever. Was it? Was he saying things like, oh, I love you and I'll get, get back with you and blah blah. Or was it he kind never, of acknowledged you know himself? What? We never seen each other again for probably about five years. Yeah. I didn't speak to him. I seen him, in, and then I, when I first time I seen him, he was in Birmingham City Centre, and um, he didn't see me. But it shook it shook me yeah, to the yeah. core. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I hadn't seen him from from that day till then. Right. Um, and then I think he called me probably about a year or so, a year after that. I think it was probably all a couple of months after that he called me out of the blue, and we spoke and he and he apologised for what happened. So after that incident, so after that incident, he never, you, you didn't, he didn't contact you, or did he try to contact you? Never, never spoke to me, never contacted me, nothing. Wow. After that. Wow. Never. So you, what we were saying here is it took him almost six years, in a sense, to apologise. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Basically. So yeah, by, obviously true, by yeah. then you'd 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 kind of healed, and but how was you feeling? for the next how many years and six years and, and the build-up to what you're doing now, in a sense? Um, I've had... I've, I've, changed, I've sort of changed... I've sort of focused more on myself yeah. rather than focusing on, like, anybody else. Yeah. Focus on my daughter, focus on myself and be built to myself because I've gone to uni yeah, went to cool. uni and did my degree brilliant um, I've gone I've gone on to do like you know work work in different places and and then like now this is my next step of doing something that I really really want to do yeah, yeah. in like, the art side so I'm looking I've, I've done the event now so we're doing the Y event and we've, I've already done obviously done one yeah. so we're going to do another one at the Belgrade this and then we're going to hopefully what I want to do is a film right. this year so it's just Progressing forward and building my confidence up. Yeah. Because I've had my confidence knocked many a times. Yeah. And yeah. it is because and due to 
no disrespect to the male species, but it has a lot of the time it's been to do with the male species of why I've been like not like sort of in a good place, but I focused on me and and sort of like done it that way, and yeah. I'm I'm doing all right now. Yeah. So has it left you? Has it left you almost? Um... You know, people often say these things about forgiveness and all that sort of stuff. But has it has it left you not trusting people and men and, and people or you know what what's what you know what are the the, the kind of fallouts of that? We've you know we're hearing about the, the the positive side and you know the things that you think that's and but as it as it left you know obviously it would do. And I'm saying it because I want the listeners to say to kind of hear what your thoughts, but. Has it left a, like, a mental scar there? Um, it, 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 it used to, but I suppose that because what I've, over the years, what I've done is I've picked up and, and sort of, I do meditation. Yeah. So I've gone probably, I went trying to go down the religious sort of route as most people do. Spiritual. Trying to like, sort of, yeah, trying to find something in me to sort of like heal myself. Yeah. Um, the child Christianity sort of didn't work for me. I would personally class myself as a spiritualist, so I take from all different sort of religions and sort of use that what helps me. I use crystals. I I chat. I, I sort of like uh, meditate and I chant. Yeah. And since I've been doing, I've gone on to that level. Things have changed for me, and I feel more at peace with myself. Yeah. And I'm and I'm more happy with myself, and I'm happier with myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since that's happened, everything else has fallen into place for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I do believe that you do need to find some form of there has to be some form of spiritual thing that sort of grounds you, yeah. whatever religion it may be that you believe in. But I think that it needs that it, it's something having your thing, having your relationship with God or whoever it is that you have your relationship with, that gives you some form of a grounding and that helps. That's helped me, yeah. and I feel at peace with myself since I've done that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that, that's how I've dealt with things, and I don't hold anything from back from all the way from back then. Because yeah. there's no point; it's done, it's, it's done. over. Yeah. It's made me into the person that I am today, yeah. and I'm a stronger person for it. I'm a better person for it, and probably like I wouldn't if I, if I could redo it all over again. I wouldn't want to go through it, but probably I wouldn't be the same person that I am today. Yeah, yeah. If I, if, if I, if I never went through it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything happens for whatever it... can't say that everything happens for, for a reason, because like, no one deserves to be beaten, and the beating is not hap- doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah. If, if, do you know what I mean? No one has any right putting their hands on anybody. Exactly. But it's just the case of that I've come a lot from... From the negative, I've turned it into a positive. Yeah. Instead of living in in the past and make, making what he did to me be something that is um sort of writes my writes my future. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm, I don't see that. I don't accept that, and I won't. I won't allow that to happen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So you've kind of you've moved onwards, <laughs> onwards and upwards, and you you know you've got you, you you say your child's a lot older now, and and what's yeah. what's your child doing? Is she is she is she following you, following your footsteps of um, going and she's play, a, going she's and play? A, she knows she's a well. She's been a she's self-employed. Yeah. She's a beautician and she does um, eyelashes and all sorts of stuff like that. So right, okay. she's gone on to be a confident, amazing young lady, yeah, and yeah. she doesn't stand for any rubbish whatsoever yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've sort of instilled in her to know that uh, you know a man's not supposed to treat you in any disrespectful way whatsoever and if he does you walk away from it because yeah. um, no we don't stand for that at all yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. at all um, and, <laughs> and to, yeah, to talk about your you're playing more in depth in a sense of we, we, how, how did you how did you come up with this we call it um, as we're talking about children a brainchild you often call these projects in, you know, they call him a brainchild of 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 the of the person that's created. What what made you come up with this, this idea? I know we're talking about men, you know the the things of domestic violence, but what, what gave you that idea to come up with a, a, a play or a, a musical or whatever you know this thing 
this thing that you've got what gave you that the, idea? The, I call it the event because the why the, the why event what the why it's called an event is in the sense that it, it's it, each time that someone probably gets abused or uh, whether it be physical mental or whatever it yeah. is sort of like an event in yeah. someone's life yeah it is so it's explaining the why of why people stay in there so it was just me wanting to answer that question and, and because I found that other people had different perspectives of what their why was because when I would say to my friends well why did you stay what was the reason why you stayed in it and then people came up with how many different perspectives of why they stayed so then I just thought then what, why not do it in more of a creative way rather than people just sitting there watching people being you know being dictated to and told of their stories and that i thought let's try and do it in a little bit of a quirky way and do it with dance um we've got one of them that's um we do it con- there's contemporary dance yeah two that two there's a group of um guys young people who, who created a story um telling the reason telling how the, the couple had met and then showing how it was all lovely and amazing at the beginning and then slowly it became into something you know completely different he put he put his hands on her and and then it, how it all ends and stuff so then these were a bunch of young people who were from the ages of like what 15 all the way to 24 yeah. who have created ma- an amazing piece then there's a young lady with the music what she has on on, on her is that she uses flags and she's dancing with flags, which is another contemporary, and it's absolutely beautiful. But yeah. you you build the story and it and it tells you a story while they're up there doing it. Then we've got dramatizations, which are from true stories, which are told. But which other um, we've had people people who wanted to have their stories told have explained why they why they stayed, and we we created the drama piece for that. Yeah. Um, and that's another amazing piece. One of the girls, she's acted out her why rather than telling it. And then the other girls have done like spoken words and telling theirs through, through poetry and spoken word and telling their story. And then we've got two other ladies, um, Naomi Donald and Janika Cartwright. Yeah. One of the girls, Janika Cartwright, she was in the newspapers a couple of years ago. She was stabbed by her partner while she was pregnant right. in a car in a car park in the gym. Yeah. Um, and both survived and got and and got um, a conviction for 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 what happened. And also the same with Naomi. She went through loads of years of trauma, kidnapping, rape, all sorts of madness. And and he he got convicted. Um, and has been is been in prison for um given was given a life sentence. So it's like making people being educated that you can also get, um, we can get convictions yeah. and that some people, you know, that there is a conviction at the end of it because a lot of times you don't hear the stories of when we do get convictions. Yeah, yeah. So mentally for people out there who may be going through it, it gives them something to say, well, actually, if she's got it, well, then there's a possibility that I could get it as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's helping them mentally to sort of like be brave enough to take that step. Yeah. and you know get these done and it's not just women it's also men who go for domestic abuse yeah. a lot of men go for domestic abuse verbal abuse physical abuse by women who are doing the same as what men do yeah, it's yeah. just the fact that people men don't stand forward and speak out and say that 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 that, that this is what's going on and i think that's the next that will be the next one that i would want to do is a telling the story from a men's perspective of them going through abuse um, so that it's, it's sort of been it's put, sort of put out there because it's not put out there enough, yeah, and be, it's not talked about. It's taboo in a sense. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be you know. I'd like to have you back on for to talk about that in you know another in another episode because you know um, um, it's interesting that you, you you've mentioned that because we know we've seen it's 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 it's, it's out there, but like you say, men aren't coming <laughs> forward enough. Um, and and and, to, and, to, and we're not we don't as we said we don't speak enough or whatever and and if we do speak or, you know for for a lot of men for if we do speak of it's like what you've you, what, like you and many women have, have witnesses when we, when we do finally speak of it becomes um, with our hands or with you know yeah. whatever or with with anger or whatever so you know we'll speak about 
you know, would, you know, I'd like to have you on again for to speak about to speak about, about that and just talking about your success with this with this, um, you know, with this event. Um, mm. And so you 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 basically, you basically get people on who have actually um, you get people on who have actually been through those situations, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which is which is absolutely brilliant because for them to to then it's almost it's almost like uh, almost like a you know the, the confidence builder uh, the thought process of somebody who's been through those things and then also be on stage and 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 showing people. You know, you know, here I am. This is this is me now. Um, mm-hmm. So, do, do, before that process thing, do they come and speak to you and 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 you 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 know you you kind of there's like that trust thing and you get used to you, you get used to each other. Well, so on the team of I'm working with is the same people who I worked with. A lot of them are my friends. Yeah. So we've sort of collaborated and come together. I think there's about uh, I'll put it out there. There's about three, I think there's about three or four groups of people who I never knew at all yeah. until the night before my show. Right. Well, sort of, you know, well, I knew, I was obviously knew that they were going to come and work on the show, but I've, ne- I've never really physically met them. Um, but we sort of collaborated and said that, well, let, this is what I want to do. This is the idea that I have. Would you be willing and interested to be doing, being involved in it? I haven't got any money. Would you, would you still want to be involved in it and yeah. people have come on board because they've had their own sort of wanting I suppose it, their own demons to sort of face yeah definitely so it, it's sort of been like very therapeutic mentally for a lot of the, the yeah. people who have been involved in it Therapeutic and uh, an opportunity for them to kind of um, put their message out there. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's helping, it's helping other people. Yeah. And, and in a sense, we sort of help people. Those who are going through and secretly going through it, it gives them the courage to sort of speak with friends and stuff like that. A lot of had people who've gone to the, who came to the event last time and. They had conversations. It opened up conversations with people about their previous relationship, which they didn't even realise that that was classed as, a, as abuse. Because yeah. a lot of people didn't even think of it like that. I never even thought that it would be classed as abuse. But that is classed as abuse. It's just that other people have gone through probably more extreme yeah. forms of it, yeah, whereas yeah. people might have had more of a milder version of it. So it's just making people a little bit more aware and hopefully... You know, we'll have younger people who be involved in it as well. Even more younger people being involved in the event um, to talk of their own thing because a lot of young girls nowadays or young lads nowadays don't have an understanding of what is abuse really. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't recognise it. So, they, because they just see it as either banter or or whatever, that it's, it's just the norm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's educating young people that this is not normal behaviour and it's not acceptable behaviour if someone treats you or speaks to you in this way. Yeah. So it's, it's, an educa- it's educating, I'm just trying to educate yeah, people. Yeah. But it's sort of in a creative sort of space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and like I say, I mean, for everything that you've been through and, you know, and, you know, the, the, there's the massive you know, hurdles and and, you know, and you've ended up coming out and, and you've, you know, you've got a, you know, like you say, you've got a beautiful daughter. You've, you know, she's 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 come through in, in a sense, really unscathed in a sense. Um, yeah, she has. Uh, you you've you you know you've got you, you managed to go to university, get a degree, and then nice you, you've got this event and this this massive project, which you, and now you you say it's going to you want to turn into film. Um, and you know, I mean, like I say, all power to you, all power to you, because thank you. I was always I'm not I I was always. I'm, all, I'm a man that's totally against, totally against, I mean, literally, I mean, I, gosh, I could, I could wring some people's necks because um, I'm totally against anything like that, you know, you know, domestic yeah. violence and, and, and like I say, people go through things and, you know, uh, you know, I've spoken to loads of people, you know, from 
from a long time ago, going back in back back in the day, and, and about you know some women, a lot of women have come to me and you know spoke to me about some of the things that some of the some of the stories are like yours are harrowing, um, and for them to come through the other side and to be to, to be where they are now, you know, having children and, and kind of growing up and then, you know, having a job and um, it's all power to them really and all power to, to women for, for, for standing up and, and being strong and all power to you for, for what you're doing and, and putting a message out there. Um, and, you know, and it's a very, very powerful message that you're sending to, to, to the world. What would you say, you know, is it like a, a lasting word about, you know, what, what, what would you say to people out there that may be going through these things um, about getting help or whatever it may be? What I would say is you are beautiful, you are amazing, you deserve better than what you're being given. You deserve to be treated, treated like a king or a queen. Yeah. Um, I'd say get the help try and find someone who you can you, can, you trust and you can speak to go on if, I know sometimes it's hard to get onto line get online but if you can get online seek the seek the there's different there's places that you can go to um, domestic abuse places that will help you to find homes to go a home to go to or, or and, and finances that can help you with these kind of things um but speak to someone, even if it's someone in the school with the, where your kids go to, find someone who you can speak to who can help you, and they will put you in touch with the right people who can help you. Yeah. Um, be careful and um, look after yourself, and know that every that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't. There was a point when I know that I felt like there's no light there. Yeah. My hair was pulled out of the back of my head and all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. And I was weighing like seven stone and I was like there for a very, very long time. But there was a light at the end of the tunnel. My daughter is amazing. I've got I've grown to become like a happy kind of more of a happy person, back to the person what I was before. And you can do this. You can. You can do it. And yeah. good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, I can say all power to you because you know, I speak from the heart of myself because I mean, you know, when when you know it's, it happens, it happened, and you know, I I I kind of kind of bear witness to it in a sense of what happened with 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 my mum, and and then mm-hmm. as a child, I, I I heard it, I saw it, and and then and then being in a being in this building where there's so many women, they called it at the time a home for um, they called it those days a home for battered wives and and. You know, I hear the, the women back in the days when it was telephone box, and they had a telephone box mm-hmm. in, in this big building. We was at, we was at the top on the we was on the top of the. Um, they gave us a room at the six of us, at the top of you know my mum with these two black bags, and at the top of this building, um, uh, the attic, um, and we were all yeah. in, all in that place together. And then sometimes I'd hear, you know, I'd look down, at, you know, with the telephone box and hear cries of some of the, the women inside the building and stuff like that so but yeah we you know we've we've you know we've managed to get we've got through it and, and my mum's a strong strong woman she's you know she's 70 next week 70 next week and she's we've 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 kind of made it and she's been successful in terms of you know helping us grow and 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 you know getting us through it and I, you know i love her for it and you know if we can like you say protect ourselves and, and protect our children mm-hmm. it's, 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 yeah, it's, true. it's definitely a good thing it is. That's another. I mean, a lot of the times when I've spoken to guys, it's a lot of the times they've, they've spoke about how they've gone through it and watched their parents, watch their mum or their watch their parents be in, you know, being in a household from domestic abuse. And that's another subject. That's another area that I might look into is why asking them why did you stay to your parents? Because I think why can sort of there's how many different ways. And I think why the question of asking the children who have gone through domestic abuse is another, maybe another avenue that could be looked at um, for them to say, you know, asking that question, why did they stay, you know, to their parents? Yeah. And answering from their own perspective of what they went through and what they saw their parents go through. Yeah. So it, it's an interesting, it, it's interesting 
I mean, I was lucky and I was blessed that my parents, I wasn't brought up in that. But obviously me being in it, it just... Yeah, yeah. It's another thing, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. And where, where can, you know, where, where's your, when's your next event and where can you be found for people to contact you with regards to coming to watch the event and just contacting you to kind of maybe get involved in sponsorship and all sorts? Okay, so, well, you can find us on Facebook and it's um, it's under the Outcast, um, Outcast Productions. It's Outcast with um, a capital K, um, Outcast Productions. Um, you'll find all of the information about the, the Y event on there. Um, there's also um, an Instagram page called the Y event as well. You can get get a hold of us on there. The event is on the 24th of April at the Belgrade Theatre in Coventry, right. and it starts at 7:30. Um, tickets at the moment are around about the eight eight pound mark, so yeah. nothing too expensive. Um, it's worth to have a look. Um, because it gives you it gives you it gives you a complete insight into what of, of what it's like, um, and it's very raw. So if you're gonna and very honest yeah. opinion of what goes on. So yeah, come along, come and see the show if you can. If you can, and um, if you want to get in contact with me, you can get on, get in contact with me on on any of those. And also, you can get me on LinkedIn, um, Shams Quayley on Sharma and Quayley on the LinkedIn as well. So I'm able to be contacted on any of those. Yeah. So you know, thank you for coming on and opening up and and, and like I say, speaking on you, you know your your past and and you know and maybe this will help out help others out there. Not maybe it will who are maybe listening and and kind of maybe want to so. contact you and and even contact others and and maybe come to your show. So thank you again. Yes, definitely. Thank you thank again. You. And, thank and you. I'd like to you know at some point we're gonna. We're going to talk again and we're going to maybe talk about you know different aspects of 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 things and you know all power to you for your success and and it's an absolutely brilliant turnaround oh bless you thank you very much and thanks for having me on right that Take- was men are nuts thank you and see you next time